first game of this season? Yeah, we were at Hartzog House taking shots. Oh, the Bucks game. Oh, we were taking shots for that one too. The Bucks, but it was just fun. Not FSU taking shots, but it was the Bucks. That was a good game. Every time we scored, great game. It was a good game. No, we scored like thirty some points. No, it was it was every score. Not every time we scored. Yeah, it was like six. Every score, period. Why would you sign up for that? I was trying to die. It's. It's Dallas. They had one of the best offenses. It's the it's Tom Brady with a whole offseason. You knew what you was doing. Yeah, you yeah, you, you knew nah, what you was signing up nah. for. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was half shots. Don't blame don't blame Unc for that. That's all that's all on you. Listen, you a grown woman with a child and everything, all right? You knew what you was doing. You did. It's, please. it's Dallas. They have one of the best wide receiver groups. And Tom Brady. I knew she versus Tom me. Brady. With, with Antonio Brown? Stop it. I knew she oh, would believe it. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin? <laughs> My man. Huh? Who's that? Yo, you pull on the bench. I actually had Antonio on my bench too. Put Najee on the bench too, please. Man, don't get me started. This is a waste of time. Don't get me started. You started him? Huh? You started him? Oh. Who? Najee? Yeah. Yeah. Bum. Hey, man, are we are we recording? Uh yes. Oh. Sebastian Janikowski. Episode 38. Um, <laughs> it's a terrible number. Yeah. That's You're probably in the charge b- of the count now. Kwame. Kwame Brown. Wow. <laughs> you went from Sebastian to Kwame Brown? Bro, I don't have, there's, there ain't much meat on this bone, dog. 38 I'm, hot. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I, I, had to, I had to look it up. Um, I was struggling. Sha- Shaheen Brown, freshman, Florida State. I'm with you on that. Sure. Uh, Carlos Zambrano, Chicago Cubs. Jeff Fegels, Miami Hurricanes. Kicker? Punter. Punter. He actually played for the Eagles. Yes, he did. Which is Jeff Fegels for the Eagles. I'm out. I'm out. You up? Yeah. Uh, Brandon Hagel, Chicago Blackhawks, right wing. Kurt Schilling. Ooh, that's a good one, actually. Is it? Yeah, it's Sure. Um, I actually and I actually like really had to research this week. I have no faith in winning. This. Uh, Bears, Tayshawn Gibson, you won. <laughs> <laughs> what was that corner's name from um, Green Bay? I was Tremaine. Th- Tremaine. Tremaine. Yeah, Tremaine yeah. Williams. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about him. That's I don't know. Episode thirty-eight. <clears throat> Somebody said podcast. Mm-hmm. It is a pleasure to be back. So thirty-eight hot episode. Thirty-eight hot. Thirty-eight. <laughs> Okay, you guys gotta relax. All right, we got it. We're not there yet. We'll get there. We're not there. We're gonna let you guys get your blow some steam. You know, you know, let get some of that off your chest a little bit. We'll get there. Before we get there, this is somebody said podcast. This is episode number thirty eight. Uh, for our loyal listeners, uh, we actually missed a week. I take full credit for that. There were some life things that happened, and you know, I wasn't around and available. But happy to be back. Glad to be back in the in the shop with you guys. Back on the purple couch. Purple couch vibes are all the way up. Especially because the person sitting next to me is Asha. She's here with a gripe. Oh, we got yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right. As always, this is going to be your one-stop shop for everything sports. Uh, if you aren't already, please follow us on social media. We are on Instagram at somebody said. Podcast. Yes. 
Yeah. On Twitter, <laughs> at somebody said pod. I, I, it's so easy. One is pod, one yeah, is podcast. Look them both up. Right. You'll find Listen, us. Listen, you type in somebody said, you're going to find us. Just look for the logo, white and blue and gray. And it's consistent content. Like, both, literally. Both ends. No, you, I, like, every now and then, like, forget to go check in. I go check in the stories, like, 10 minutes long. Like, you are literally on top of everything that happens. Sometimes I, it's excessive. I, I actually I don't even going. check ESPN at all. I just go on our story i don't know how he's on it like how like literally like something happens i i actually kind of want to like question that as well like what do you mean like bro you because you're actually not that available as a person so i know you'd be busy <laughs> like and like literally but something happens in sports like check the check yeah. the instagram somebody said and he has it in the story i'm always scrolling there's I, things on the timeline bro your your money over there no legit like four o'clock in the morning there's a story from like two hours ago <laughs> he's money over there but on the flip side, if you want to communicate the Twitter page, it's better to converse. Yeah, I'm over there just talking trash. <laughs> you make it sense Most half the time. time. Most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time just talking trash. But please, check us out on social media. If you are listening to this, that means you are dialed into a podcast. Maybe you're on Spotify. Maybe you're on Apple Podcasts. Maybe you are an anchor. Hit the subscribe button, please and thanks. Rate, review, subscribe. Helps us with the algorithm. Helps us with the sponsors. Much appreciated. Speaking of the sponsors, we are brought to you by the Law Office of Clinton Paris, where they take the pain out of being hurt. Areas of practice include dog bites, slip and falls, car accidents. Uh, being a Florida State fan. Uh, yeah. No, no. No? Okay. No. That is not a, a uh, what is the term? I'm sure there was a few of Illegal them. offense. Yeah. Going to the Skyway. Please don't go to the Skyway. A few people thought about it. At the law office of Clint Parents, they take the pain yeah. out of being hurt. Estate planning, wills, trust, powers of attorney, general civil litigation, business general counsel representation. We are also brought to you by the Red Lady Rum Punch, the official beverage of the Somebody Said podcast. Plenty of that flowing. <laughs> just, just saying. Sp- sponsors getting some work this week. <laughs> oh, man. So shout out to the sponsors as always. And as always, we have a jam packed show if you have been listening to this show you know we keep it packed with content and it's always good always good content we're keeping it fresh we're keeping up to date with everything that's happening we missed a week we're going to pick up on some of that stuff we missed we're going to bring you up to speed on everything that you haven't gotten we're going to talk high school football local high school football pardon me we're going to talk college football as i mentioned we have an in-house gripe and then we're going to finish up with some NFL. For NFL, we're going to do some week one overreactions. Everybody loves to overreact to week one. And there was definitely some things to overreact to. Right. I started Aaron Rodgers in both my fantasy football leagues. Mm. I got some overreactions. We'll overreact to, to week one NFL, and we'll get you guys out of here. All right, let's roll first with that high school football. If you were listening to the show last year, you remember that we went through the top 25 uh, according to maxpreps.com in the state of Florida, and we would talk about those teams and kind of what they were doing. Well, oddly, and I say oddly because we've actually got some good local teams, like Lakewood, which we are all alumnus. Yeah, Is that the right, except correct for one. one? Except for- Boom. 
Well, but she hangs around all Lakewood people. I mean, literally, yeah. Married one. Literally. I mean, what are we talking as about? As far around? as hoes go, wait. Which I even allow me to reintroduce you guys. The man to my left is Punk. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the man to my right is Unkshay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I go by Breeze. We are all Lakewood alumna. The great Asha, she is a graduate of the Boca Siega High School. You don't have to put the D in front of that school. Yeah, it's bogey. It's bogey. Oh, I mean, I'm going to show some respect. I'm going to show some respect, okay? I'll show respect when she's here. Now, when she's not here, different story. That's okay. So, if you've been paying attention to the show, like I said, we do the top 25 max preps, local high school football. Lakewood is 3-0. They didn't look great in at least the bogey game. And so maybe that's why they're not even top 50 right now. And we had this issue last year. Well, you got to look at the level of competition. You play Bogey and Gibbs. Fair it's enough. Not, you're not going to move the needle with those two teams. You're just supposed to dominate, and you didn't dominate Bogey. My issue, though, is American Heritage is one and two with losses to – American Heritage lost to IMG, and they also lost to, like, a local team down in – I think they lost to, like, Treasure Coast. Still Heritage. Yeah, they're top 15, though. You're one and two. D1 prospects across the board. And you played IMG to open up the year. Lake was 3-0. So you would put them ahead of Heritage? I mean, at least be close. At least in the top 50. Nah. No? Not yet. Yeah. All right, fine. I mean, it's I mean, a long season. That, that, thra- that thrashing of Bowie, I mean, uh, Gibbs going to move the needle for you? I mean, I'm, they're handling, listen, all I can do is beat the teams you put in front of me, right? That's fair. That's fair. Put some better teams in front of you. Hopefully, they'll get to play some better teams. As far as the teams that are local and that are in the top 25, Right there at number three, we got Jesuit. Now, Jesuit's got your guy. Vanderose, Lil Luther. Lil Luther. Uh, he is having a season already. I, mean, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> as far as all-purpose yards go, Lil Luther has already put up 198 total yards in three games. Now, the interesting thing, I don't know how interesting it may or may not be, but as far as rushing yards, which he plays a little bit of some of everything, uh, they actually have a young man by the last name of Smith who's already ran for almost 500 yards. He's averaging 158 a game. I want to say he has an offer from Iowa. He follows the uh, Instagram page. We talked about him, Jaquez. I think that's yeah, how you Jacquez. say his name, Jaquez Smith. Yeah, he was a, what, sophomore last year? Yeah, yep. He's a junior this year. He's already, like I say, 158 yards a game. Uh, he's going over 100 yards three times, five touchdowns. And he's built like a running back. He's got the heavy trunk. Stocky, low to the ground. It's hard to take him down. We got to catch a game. Oh, we're catching multiple games. Oh, absolutely. Definitely down for that. And then uh, now the game on their schedule that I'm really. What? He always looks at me. <laughs> because we know you're not going to any games. Because when, when you say we, the people think you're talking about all three of us. No, me and you. Me, gotcha. you, and Asha. Yeah. Wow. Dude, you're Man. not going to go. How do you know? And they're in Tampa. You're not going to go. Oh, well, yeah. Thank you. The big game that I'm circling for them, and obviously we'll have to catch a game before that, I'm thinking maybe that October 8th, uh, Clearwater Central Catholic game, maybe the one to catch. The big one I'm circling is Tampa Catholic. They got Tampa Catholic. It's not until November the 5th. Okay. That's the big one that I really, really want to catch. They got those running backs over there in Tampa Catholic. Tampa Catholic got some studs over there. They got a young man, Eddie Pierre-Louis. Number I think five? Is, his name. Is, is that five? No, it's the big man. I think he plays like D-tackle. Mm. 
He's like a sophomore. That's a nice running back name. But he's wrecking stuff, though. So that's the really, really big one that I want to catch for um, Jesuit. And obviously, and as far as, I mean, like I say, they're 3-0. and As far as, like, what they've already been able to do in a very, very early season, they really just they just beat the wheels off of Bloomingdale 32-14. to um, Pretty sure they made Unc happy. <laughs> <laughs> the big, big game was two weeks ago, back on September the 3rd, they actually beat St. Thomas Aquinas in Tampa. So, you know, St. Thomas Aquinas is a D1 powerhouse. factory. Powerhouse. Yes, that's a great word for it. And St. Thomas Aquinas came to town, level to L. They were able to beat them 24-21. So that's a nice statement win, mm-hmm. and that has them number three in the state right now, according to Max Preps. Yeah, they've, they've built a, a legit program at, at Jesuit. It starts with that head coach and the way he runs that program. It, it seems like you could – Lose a guy and they just reload every year. I was a little like they were transitioning between quarterbacks, and I'm thinking like, oh man, they lost starting quarterback. He, you know, he really did a lot of good things for them last year. Yeah. I was kind of questioning, but they, like you said, they've just reloaded. They've got uh, Todd Bowles' son at linebacker. Did not he know recruited that. by Florida State. Did not know that he's like up there, nationally ranked kind of linebacker. What class do you know? I want to say it's 2023. Okay, okay, but they've got some guys. Okay. That's correct. I, I did not know that. Yeah. And so, got to catch games. The only other local team that is in the top 25, according to Max Prep, is Berkeley Prep. The Berkeley Prep Buccaneers, they are also 3-0. and uh, They have not really played a team team. They played Clearwater Central Catholic, beat them by double digits. Calvary Christian was able to keep it close, 28-26. Who did they play? They played Calvary Christian. Uh, two weeks ago. Okay. But last week, <laughs> they beat Robinson 36 to nothing. The reason why I asked you who did Calvary Christian play, because I was actually at the game last week. I was a part of the chain crew. <laughs> Wait, what? It's, it's random. It's, it's <laughs> super random. It's Wait. random. My father-in-law is a ref, so he presented the opportunity. You know, why not go watch a game and be a part of the chain crew? Yeah. I, you can make a decent little side change doing that. Yeah, $40. Decent side change. Go to Applebee's with that. Hey. Yeah. Two for ones. The game was trash, though. Was it? It was like 1A. (laughs) 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 And they were like super nice. Like like the parents and the family? No, the players. He's like, oh, nice tackle, man. Y'all get smoked like 40 to nothing. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) How have we not heard about this? Sounds some FSU recruits. Dude, are you going to do that? Are you going to do that the whole show? Oh, did you hear me say that? I'm sorry. Yes. We should just dive in. No. No, no, no. no. We can't just dive in. My bad. Okay. As far as Berkeley Prep's schedule goes, they also play Tampa Catholic. That is on October the 1st. That'll be a good one. So, interesting to see what they do against the Tampa Catholic. So, like, you know, really that, that three ring, it's not a circus, but those three teams right now, in Tampa, you know, Tampa Catholic, Berkeley Prep, Jesuit. I'm going to throw Tech in there, too. Tampa Bay Tech. Just go see your boy. Yeah, pretty much. All right. We, got, we haven't seen them in person yet. so Got to see got to see them. That's a must. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be very upset with myself if I don't go catch right. a game. It's last year. Yeah, this is it. All Until right. he goes to Iowa State, and I'm definitely not going away to an Iowa nah, State. We don't, we don't know you State like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to an Iowa State game. Okay, so that is the, you know, top 25 local high school football teams, according to Max Prep. We got to catch games. 
Who you think is the best player right now in the area? Just off of week two. Is that a serious question? All right. Hey, Got, it. Got it. Got who, it. Who are you going with? It's kind of like everybody's at the same. No one, no one separated themselves, so it's a, it's a trick question. I don't have a best player right now. Somebody's got to separate from the pack. You know what's crazy? I was actually looking at the stats of Berkeley Prep, and they got a young man by the name of Travis Bates, and he's already racked up like 300 yards, uh, 200, 100-plus games, four touchdowns. And what's crazy is, like, you look him up, he's not really, like, rated. Like, I didn't, he didn't come up 24-7. He didn't come up on rivals. Well, you can say that about the Lakewood running back. He had four touchdowns week one. Yeah. Who knows same. where he's at now? That, that's true. No, that's true. Yeah. So, I think there's a few. Obviously, I'm a huge Greg Gaines fan. Um, you're a huge, you know, Junior Vanderrose fan. Yeah. But I think this kid, Travis Bates, and, and they got another kid over there, uh, Xavier Townsend. I think he follows on oh, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Isn't he going to Florida? Is he committed already? I want to say so. He's like a three-star kid. Um, actually, no. I think the latest I saw that the crystal balls were saying Iowa State. Shout out to Iowa State. They coming in the backyard. They got Rocco Beck, the quarterback from over in Tampa. They got Greg Gaines. Apparently, the crystal balls say Mr. Townsend is looking at Iowa State real hard. Yeah, TJ Tampa eight though, Saturday. At, at Illinois. Iowa State. No. Oh, TJ. Oh, you play you play right. corner. He, he looked good. Started, yeah. He started? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, you can't teach St. Pete. Right. You can teach a crab how to do your taxes, but you can't teach St. Pete. <laughs> you can't. Is that a saying? <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can teach a crab how to do your taxes. Y'all ever seen that video, like the crab, like doing math? Like it was like, I had a pen. It was like writing numbers. It's, it's, sure. Y'all yeah. never seen that video? I've seen the crab with the knife fighting off the chef. No, nah, not the crab. And I've seen you seen the crab with the cigarette, right? Yes. But you ain't seen the crab with the pen he was writing? I, I mean, I guess you can teach a crab to do a lot of things then. You so. can teach a crab how to do your taxes, but you can't teach St. Pete. Okay. I don't care what you say. You right, can't I do mean, it. I'm, I'm cool with it. Did the game already start? I don't, th- I don't think so. Oh. I think they're just showing off the, the very fancy field in Las Vegas. Which I like to call lost wages. <laughs> 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 Any particular reason? No. No? No. Okay, that's even better. Are we good on high school? Are we closing the book there? Yeah. All right. We will close the book there on high school football, and we will make our transition into college football. Go Bulldogs. Yale Bulldogs. Yeah, Bulldogs. Oh, wow. Not so fast, Midget. Not so fast. So we got to start with the biggest story of the week, the biggest game of the week. I hated that it was so early in the day. I was a little frustrated by the fact that like I was dealing with, like I said, some life things on Saturday. And I'm like, man, I really wish this was like a night primetime game. Right. But anyway, you had number 12, Oregon, visiting number three, Ohio State. Oregon, the Ducks were able to go into Columbus. The horseshoe. And leave with a dub. 38-25-28 uh, was the final score. Uh, it was a two-score game at one point. Um like literally, I don't know. I don't know what you guys took away from that game. The biggest thing I took away from that game was the Oregon play calling was sensational. Like Ohio State's defense didn't know if they were coming or going. Like literally, they didn't know if they were coming or going. Them boys were in a blender. Like the whole game, CJ Verdell went 
off. And it was literally, and a lot of it was just beating him to the edges. So I, I remember last year we talked about Ohio State, and you were saying they don't have, they need to recruit better at linebacker. Do you think that's, I didn't watch the game, but do you think that's still the issue? Because Verdell had, what, 186, close to 200? Total yards, yes, and three touchdowns. Yeah, so you got to think, they're, they're always going to churn out DBs, D linemen, but who's the last great linebacker to kind of stop a running game from Ohio State? Last great linebacker. You got to go back to A.J. Hawk and those boys. Yeah, that's like been a great. while. You're going to say like great? Yeah. yeah. Like great linebackers? They haven't recruited yeah. good at that position. I feel like their linebackers have been like Clemson linebackers. But like in college, they're really, really solid. But they're not going to be playing on Sundays. Right. That's actually a very good question. So it's funny that you bring up the linebackers because we did an Ohio State preview. We had my man Stifler come on. Stifler talked about what he thought was going to happen this season. Of course, after the loss, I gave him a day. I didn't text him on Saturday. I waited to Sunday, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, I, I, I got to hear your thoughts. I don't know if he had this pre-planned already, but he takes like I, he takes like a whole dissertation. Should have just called you <laughs> at that point. <laughs> on his frustrations uh, about the team. But a couple of things that he brought out, and linebackers were the number three. He actually, like, numbered it. Like, so... <laughs> No, my man was hot. Like, you know, you know how mad you got to be to text somebody out, like, with a numerical breakdown no, of the I frustration? I ain't doing that. He Actually, in number two, he talked about linebacker. Um, you know, he, he was, like, uh, I guess number 35. He's like, the kid plays in cement, which, <laughs> which gets a team like Oregon. You can't do that. His number three, he was like, they just have not developed any guys at the linebacker position. Mm. So he felt like... It wasn't necessarily lack of talent. He, you know, he literally said he's like the potential is there. He's like, but nobody's being developed. Nobody's being able to. They're not getting close to their ceiling. And so at the linebacker spot specifically, they haven't done well. And the other thing I came back to him with, I'm like, dude, where are your where are your disruptors on the D line? Right, like Joey where you, Bosa's. Where are the Bosa's? Where are the the uh, the Chase chases? Young. Yeah, like. This is this is back to back weeks they've given up 160 plus yard rushers. Like Oregon, I get it. But you gave up 160 to, to Minnesota on the ground. Right. Like you're not supposed to do that. Nah. Like at all. Especially like didn't that D line like dominate in the uh, in the playoff last year against, against Clemson? Clemson? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like they were looking like that was like the best D line in the country on in that game in that one game. I get it, and I don't think they lost many, much people on that uh, D line. I don't believe they did. But like maybe to your point, I mean linebackers, we just, it's it's up in the air. But I mean that's y'all are getting trampled just in the trenches, bro. And so you mentioned before you were like the Minnesota game too, right? Because right. Minnesota was able to hang in there, and some people feel that if Ibrahim, the running back from Minnesota, doesn't go down, maybe Minnesota wins that game. Right? I feel like Minnesota couldn't get stops. But so so Mike, it, my man Stifler, in his frustration, I'm just gonna read these stats off. Total defense nationally 112th. Scoring defense nationally 108th. Garbage. Rushing defense nationally 117th. Garbage. Passing defense nationally 77th. When's the last time we've seen an Ohio State defense struggle this bad? Against Bama in the championship. They haven't, but that's the crazy part. They have not played anybody to the likes of Bama. 
And then you got to look at the head coach, uh, Ryan Day. He's an offensive-minded head coach. So are you? how focused are you on getting the right position coach, the right guys to develop the talent that they're going to get in every year? They're always top three recruiting. Yeah. Why aren't you developing them? It's easier to play offense, but defense, you actually have to develop guys. You can mm-hmm. outrun, out-finesse guys on offense outside of the trenches. Yeah. But – on defense, you got to develop guys, especially at that level. So you got to look at the coaches, and it starts with Ryan Day. Offense is going to be good regardless. Yeah, they they didn't start out great, but mm-hmm. eventually they got rolling. They got two of the best receivers in the country. Um, I don't like C.J. Stroud. I don't like – I don't. I was think about he, to go there. Go ahead. I don't think he's that – he's he's talented but not O-State talented. Okay. He's not – He's not even Braxton Miller, and I don't even think Braxton Miller was that good of a quarterback. Braxton was just a gamer, though. Right. So he's like a level beneath Braxton Miller, and that's not what you need at O-State. He throws the ball high, a little bit too often for my liking. No accuracy there. Like, so many high throws, and it's not like I'm throwing it high because I'm trying to get it over an offensive line, or I'm throwing it high, getting over the, you know, the underneath defender. Like, every ball feels like it's high. Right. And can you trust him in a big game situation? I don't think so. Well, in winning time, he threw a pick. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so I was actually going to ask. I'm looking at his stats, and like the last, his, the first two games, his numbers don't look bad. After I mean, a while. I mean, every game has been competitive, though. True. I mean, the, the Oregon game, they were close, but not close. But you're still there. They didn't get blown out, right? right? Mm-hmm. And then what? Second half of the Minnesota game, they took off, right? So he's putting up numbers. Again, they should they, they should dominate Minnesota. Minnesota shouldn't beat Ohio State. Oregon, I get that's more of a competitive game. It should be at least. But he's not playing horrible. He's not trashing it up, mm-hmm. no. But he's not Justin Fields. Not at all. Which, I mean, that's... Because Justin Fields, he commanded <clears throat> the offense. You just, you were, it was a sense of calm. You just don't know what to expect with C.J. Stroud. Justin feels it's calm. My thing with CJ has been that, yes, the numbers are there, but when I look at the numbers, it's like, back to the point you made about the receivers. It's Chris Olave running wide open. You can't miss him. It's, it's Garrett Wilson on a crosser. They ran a pick play. He's just open. Yeah, it was a five-yard throw. He ends up taking it for 40. Right. You know what I mean? Like So some of, some of those yards, to me, are a little misleading because it's like, yeah, well, Chris Olave – Broke his man down with a double move and was running by itself sometimes. Can you throw the opposite hash throw with tight coverage? Right. Are, are you rolling to your right, throwing back to your left on a dime? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I haven't seen that enough. Right. Well, I'm happy to watch them lose because I think they're overrated every year. Oh, so. man, I hate the suck I'm good. Did I you, hate them. Did you see the drum major running out the tunnel and <laughs> fell flat on his face? <laughs> no. Somebody said, uh, organ by a dub. <laughs> I did not see that. And that was good one. I did not see that. All right, we got to talk about the other ranked matchup because week twos are not usually laden with big games. You know, you usually get your your big one, your week one big kickoff <clears throat> games, and then your week two is where guys are trying to get their tune-up games. But there was another ranked game. It was Iowa hosting Iowa State. Um, actually, no, it was actually in Iowa State. Um Iowa number 10 going to number nine, Iowa State. Iowa was able to get a 27 to 17 victory. If you guys will remember when we did our Oklahoma preview show, 
Cam came on, big Sooner fan. We were like, hey, who's the one team you think could make some noise in the Big 12? You know, who could challenge you guys in the Big 12? And his thought was Iowa State. They bring back Brees Hall. Many people think he's one of the best backs in the country. They brought back Brock Purdy. Very senior-laden, experienced team. And they were not able to get it done against an Iowa team. I mean, really, they never had control of this game. Right, you go into halftime, it was 14-10. Third quarter, they get outscored 10 to nothing. Right, mm-hmm. So off the rip now, you're playing from behind, and they just were not able to get it done in that second half. Brock Purdy goes for 138 yards with three interceptions. That's You can't have that from a senior. Your, you can't. You just can't. Yeah. It's Iowa. They always have good defense. They're it's like a they're like the last old school team in college to me. I, it always feels like them in Wisconsin. They have a fullback. Who does that? <laughs> Fair enough. But it seems like Iowa just has their number. And you would think this was the year. You got Brees Hall, you've got uh Purdy at quarterback who's a veteran. You don't think he he's rattled by the environment and he could he could have like a common effect on the game. But I felt like Iowa just made more plays mm. on both sides of the ball. I'm a, I'm a low-key goal the other way. I watched the, the condensed um, version of this game. Mm. Iowa actually just didn't play good. If you, if you really look at their numbers, they didn't really put up much offense at all. Like, the, the major difference in this game was turnovers. Iowa had none. Iowa State had four. Total yards, Iowa only had 173 total yards in that game. Right? Iowa State almost put up but 350 almost. It was ugly game offensively. Mm-hmm. But if you turn the ball over four times, you're not going to look too good. That, so, that Brees Hall fumble was crucial. It's, it's, it hurt. And then, like you said, if, the, if your senior quarterback is going to turn the ball over three times, what do you expect? You don't stand a chance. Versus no. your in-state rival. Like, 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 you can't do that in this game. What, what is this game called? I feel like it's like a, a cool name or is this the one where they wave at the kids or something? Well, I think Iowa does that at their home games. Or no, Ohio or Iowa State does the the Cyhawk Trophy. Oh, yeah, I thought it was cooler than that. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty lame. Nope, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't expecting that. I don't know if there's like another name, but literally, I, I think I the hope official that's not name like, is the Cy-Hawk battle for I four is way better than the pretty Cyhawk much. Trophy. Yeah, Cyhawk Trophy. Grief. All right, that's the name of it. Okay. Shout out to TJ Tampa though. He bought. Hey, shout out to him. Wish they would have got a dub. I actually was, I was pulling for Iowa State. I think Iowa State's going to bounce back from that. I think they'll be all right. I think that team is better than what they showed that game. So do y'all think that Iowa's the best team in the Big Ten? No. Still Ohio, still Ohio State. Okay. Yeah, just talent-wise, this, they, I don't think you can top what Ohio State has talent-wise, especially on offense. I think they just they can blow you out if they want to. Right. Yeah, and when Ohio State is playing to their potential, I think just on talent alone, they are better than everybody else in that conference. But again, if they're going to play like they did this week, yeah, maybe Penn State sneaks them. You know, maybe Michigan sneaks. Hey, them. hey listen on the on the low, mm-hmm. I ain't playing nobody. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just save okay. it. Okay. All right, I it's on record. It. All, right, all right, I won't do it. I won't do it. We got to hit the big three. Uh, let's just, let's rip the bandaid off. Uh, let's 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 get Alachua County out of the out of the way first. So uh, the Alachua County Gainesville Gators, University of Florida, they were in Tampa. 
They visited the University of South Florida, and they did what they were supposed to do, and they trounced <laughs> my beloved Bulls. I am an alumni of University of South Florida, and um, yeah, there's a reason why they weren't invited to the Big 12 with UCF. <laughs> they applied? <laughs> like, I, I feel like it was one of those, like, maybe they called them like, hey, you, we didn't get your letter in the mail. And it was like, uh... Uh, how can I yeah. tell you this? We didn't, oh, it, no, it's that episode of uh, Boondocks, right? And the outside, the, the king returns, like, I'm going to tell you right now, you ain't going to get in with them shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's USF. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. You, I, I have rants about USF and the fact that they've just squandered their opportunities, but I'm not going to do that today. Uh, what we will do is we will call out the score. So number 13, Florida visited University of South Florida. They left with a 42-20 to 20 victory. Um, I mean, USF did better than they did against NC State, so sure. Not much to see there. Uh, Anthony Richardson had like like two 70-plus yard touchdown runs, and he's still not starting. Did he be starting over Emory Jones? Yes. Yes. Straight up? Yes. I mean, at the very least, he's making plays. Like, they're not, like, most of his plays that you've seen, they're runs, but still. It's explosive. Exactly. And it's more than what Emory Jones is doing. I just look at it from the standpoint, if the game's on the line, who do I want under center? I don't trust Emory to to win a game in Death Valley or in Tuscaloosa or wherever in the SEC with the game on the line. He threw two picks against USF. I mean, we about to find out come Saturday. Hey, the, are, the real starter will emerge Saturday. Are we doing, are we doing another Thursday drop this week? For what? We're doing another Thursday show? For, for 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 them, just like a, no, just like a weekend preview show, because we only talk about what happened. We're not, we haven't talked about what's going to happen. This then weekend. we'll have to, we'll, we'll talk about that off the air. Okay, trying, okay. trying to show, like show everybody how the sausage is made. Right, I, I like the I like the preview show. Given the rest, it was of it was a, it was a quick hit. We were in, we were out. I liked it. It set everybody up for the weekend. I liked it. Yeah, never mind. All right, family, we're all in. All right. We'll talk. About so, it. do we believe in Florida? No. All right. <laughs> do we believe in when you Florida? when you say believe in them? What do you mean? Let me come back after this game against Alabama. I was gonna, is it going to be a legitimate game against Alabama? I want to see. I actually, I actually want to see how they perform against Bama. I mean, if it's just the thrashing from Rip, then all right. Okay, that's fair. Either that says Bama's really good, or Florida's just not who we think they are. I want to see it. I'm intrigued. Sure. But you and I have talked about it. We weren't going to talk about Bama this week, so I'll just go ahead and get it out there. Bama, thus far, is the only team that has looked elite. We Like, two weeks, I know it's early, it's a long season. Thus far, they're the only team that has looked elite. They've done everything they're supposed to do. Right. Like, you cannot say, well, you know, in all three phases, the defense is yet to struggle, the offense is yet to struggle, special teams is yet to struggle. The other, team, the other teams that we think are elite, have had at least one of their three units struggle. Oklahoma defense struggled against Tulane. Georgia and Clemson's offenses struggled against each other. Georgia's now without their starting quarterback. JT Daniels didn't even play Saturday. So Bama's the only team that has looked just completely elite, and they look like a complete team, and they look like they are just ready to roll through everybody. Just stick them in the NFC. <laughs> just get them out of college. Put them in the Pretty NFC much. East. Yeah. Sure. Because the way they look right now, oh, my goodness. And it's all because of one guy, Nick Saban. He gets them up regardless of who they're playing. 
he went on a rant about, I guess, whatever team they were playing, Fordham or whoever. Mercer. Mercer. And he said he didn't like the way they were practicing. He was talking trash about them. They got to get up for this game. This is a big game. It's Mercer. He chewed a kid out. They were up like 40. He chewed a kid out and that's, on the time. And that's why they keep winning. That's the standard that no one else can reach right now. I wish. Man, I wish I had a coach like that. <laughs> I actually go watch. I go back and rewatch Alabama games just to see what like a team who's supposed to do everything right does stuff. It's almost like you're afraid to mess up. You should. When you, I'm jumping the gun, but when you watch Florida State, it's like players aren't afraid to mess up. Well, go ahead, crack it open. We're there now. All right. <laughs> you, you were waiting for it anyways. No, not, not really. I already got it all out. I'm not that guy on the show. We did a whole Florida State show, and I didn't really start. Reggie started with me. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm not really that guy on the show. I like to be, you know, objective and try to be agnostic as I mean, much as I can. It's a lot to unpack. Where do you want to start? So let's just, I'll, I'll start with the score, and I will let you guys take this where you want to go. So Florida State uh, lost to Jacksonville State of Alabama, which apparently a bunch of people didn't know that. It's not Jacksonville State of Florida. It's Jacksonville State of Alabama. Uh, they lost 20-17 to 17 on a Hail Mary. It's like a 50-yard touchdown, which had no business happening, but it happened. So wherever you guys want to take this, go for it. I mean, they... <laughs> I can't put it fully on the defense, but it was kind of their fault at the end because how do you play press man with six seconds on the clock? Because that's what they called. You play what you – Prevent. You only, you only play what the coaches tell you to run. I don't care what you're telling me. I this hear is you. one play. I'm going back. I'm bailing. I'm Listen, not pressing. I hear you. I saw and, a safety and I'm, and I'm with down you. towards the line of scrimmage. Sometimes, sometimes you no, got to throw what the, the coach says out the window with the game on the line. I, if you're a playmaker, so, right? So at that point. Willie Beeman? No, I'm Kobe. <laughs> Phil could drop a play. I'm Kobe. Fair. <laughs> Get yeah. out the way. Listen, ain't none of these people Kobe. They ain't you got to have cheese. that mindset, They man. ain't Kobe nothing right now. <laughs> well, right. Go ahead and vent. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you got Kobe it. cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Not that Kobe Jack. Nothing. Nothing. I'm with you, all right? If, if, at that point, if that's what the coach tells you to run, then play like you're the number one corner out there. All right, cool. Oh. <laughs> off, okay, off air. Again, we've, we've kind of been ghosts for two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. All right. We had a high. I feel like we had a high was, as a fan base. It was the best feeling we've had in what? Four two, years? Two, three, four, five years? Yeah. Absolutely. No, you beat North Carolina last year. It wasn't the same feeling, though. It's the beginning of the season. North wait, wait, Carolina. so that win against North Carolina wasn't better than this loss to Notre Dame? No. That's really. inter. Okay, Not I hadn't really. asked that. We have some conversation. You, you have to look that. at the offseason of what we built up to this point. Okay. And Willie, Willie built up – not Willie. Uh, Mike. Bill. Mike built up so much equity with the fan base to where he was in our good graces and – just like that, losing to Jackson State, it erases everything he's built up with the fan base. Feels like it. To, to your point that you made off the air, there's nothing about North Carolina that says, oh, man, you know what? That's, that's a game. North Carolina, they're good now. They're a basketball school. They are a basketball school. Duke was good a few years ago. I don't care if we beat Duke. 
right? Mm-hmm. North Carolina State, they're consistently good. I don't care about winning that game. Notre Dame has been good since the history of college football. Since Rudy. So, honestly, <laughs> so so movie. so whether or not you like them or think they're overrated, Ohio State, everybody always says Ohio State's overrated, but you know they're going to finish top 25. That's Notre Dame. Their name whole week. So, yeah. so yes, let's be the name. Let's be their right. name school. Not a name school in the, in the ACC. Not a team who's hot yeah. in the moment. So, yeah, like, imagine coming off that high because – it's a loss. You're supposed to not be happy after a loss. But mm. they showed fight. They show, It wasn't guys just running wide. Besides the first play of the game, it wasn't guys just running wide open. Receivers were covered. Guys didn't make play, plays on the ball, but everybody was in position. We were tackling. The D-line looked elite. Mm-hmm. Linebackers did enough. They're the weakest position on the team, but they did enough to not expose themselves. Mm-hmm. Drain Johnson looked like a man. Yes, he he leads the country in... Sacks right he now against, like against Notre Dame. I saw Jay and I saw Dent get beat on back to back plays, come back and then make a great play. You didn't see that in previous years. You, you've there's been years where you see this team get down 10, 14 points and then quit. Heads go down. So to go down eighteen against a team that again thrashed you the year before, mm-hmm. national TV, and you come back and put that into overtime, lose your starting quarterback. I know you're putting in McKenzie. Fine. Lose your starting quarterback, come back, push that game to overtime, and then on a bad snap, probably lost the game right there. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. And like I said, like I said off the air, I felt like mentally and emotionally going into that game, you got it, it lined up well. Like it, it almost was reminiscent of Miami hosting Notre Dame in 2017. Notre Dame comes in. Wow, I mm. didn't connect the fact it's the mm-hmm. same teams. Notre Dame comes in number three team in the country. Right, they got the 33 chucking. Adams running back. He's like leading the Heisman race. And literally, it was a night game. We pulled out the Miami Knights uniforms. I want to say it was a sold-out crowd. Mm-hmm. The place was just raucous. And we literally ran them off the field, like from the jump. Mm-hmm. But literally, mentally and emotionally, we had the edge. We were at home. It was a night game. I feel like you guys were in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. It's the first home game, you know, post-COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, COVID's still very much a thing. Not in Florida. Not in Florida. Post Like, first... Sold out game, like full attended game, mm-hmm. win it for Bobby. Mm-hmm. Sunday game, only game on that day. McKenzie's coming in. McKenzie comes in and literally just injects life into the whole. Was it Jefferson County? What county is that? Leon. Leon County. Mm-hmm. Like all of Leon mm-hmm. County. Just side note, just though, like me, and, me and Asha is like completely annoyed by the McKenzie story at this oh point. My like God. they're just the shoving catastrophic it. Knee okay, oh, wait, 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 wait. Every now, time you, he comes on the field, were you annoyed knee, last week or this week? Because last week I was annoyed, like literally every snap. No, they, no I was this week, about it. This week made it worse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay, this week kind of made it worse. Okay. It's like, we're, okay, you, you had the story on game day. Fine, forget about it now. If that was Cam Newton, we would have heard about the knee one time. Probably that was it. Probably. It was it was legit Nick O'Leary and uh, and his grandfather being Jack Nicholson. Wait, Nick O'Leary's Jack grandfather is Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah, every that? time he catches a pass, oh, I didn't know that. yeah. Every time he catches a pass, yeah. Nick O'Leary's grandfather is Jack Nicholson. Yeah, That's never heard yeah. it. Crazy. Are you being sarcastic? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> they literally shoved it down your throat every chance they got. Oh, oh. <laughs> lost right there. I would ate it. Um, but but yeah, like again, you come off of that right that right there you. It's been years since you saw Florida State be that competitive, be that competent against talent that is supposed to be better than you. Mm-hmm. So that is like, all right, we've seen the offseason hype. We've got all these recruit or recruits coming in. we got transfers coming in. 
Jordan Travis looks great. We got Mackenzie Milton waiting back there. And you almost beat the number nine team in the country. In front of like 100 recruits. And their reaction after the game was like, hey, I might need to take some more visits to this school. So at that Mm -hmm. point, so to your point off the air, if you're talking about that's the best that we're going to get, well, now, like, yo, you build off of that momentum. So either there's still something in that locker room that's saying, man, well, I guess we still lost. But I didn't feel that. I didn't feel that from anybody I talked to. It was like, man, yeah, well, we still lost. Like, they were feeling good. We might got something. We might actually have something. So to think that the players don't feel that, the coaches can't rally around that, and then Jacksonville State. So that's so, what I point to, the coaches, because you know like it's such a huge high just to come back down to Jackson State mm-hmm. or Jacksonville State. So that's the Nick Saban factor we were just talking about. you got to wake those guys up because mm-hmm. it's a huge drop-off. You, you saw it with Notre Dame against Toledo. I, I think I just don't think Notre Dame's all that good. Still, I'm not a huge fan of Jack Cohn. It's still Toledo. Toledo? Uh, don't do that. Deontay Johnson came from Toledo. He's the best – Best one of these, the top 20 receiving the league. Probably. Sure. I don't think that Notre Dame is a, a bad team. I don't even think they're middle of the – I think they're a 15. They should beat Toledo. I they think, should beat Toledo. I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens the rest of the season. I don't think Notre Dame is all of that. I think this is a a big step back for Notre Dame based on what they were last year. But to your point, they're a mm-hmm. name, they're a logo, and that mm-hmm. name and that logo carries weight. I, I felt watching that game, I, I remember like sitting here talking to, to Manny a couple weeks ago, right, mm-hmm. and how – there used to be a time where you would walk onto that on that field, come into the Orange Bowl, and they just knew that we were just better than you. Yeah. Right? They planted and the flag in the middle of – Jacksonville State planted the flag <laughs> on the Florida State head. No, in, in all honesty, I, I guarantee you somebody kicked Sebastian and knocked down the smoke back in the day, there's going to be somebody's going to catch me a fade after the game. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. y'all don't care? Like, y'all let them stomp on Bobby's little hat and plant that thing on Osceola and nothing – and you got people doing weird, goofy stuff later. So here's here's <laughs> part of it. So I told you guys I had a quote. And it's, it's Mackenzie Milton himself, who comes from a winning program at UCF. Like he won a lot of ball games at UCF. He said, and I quote, I think when you're satisfied after a loss, this is the kind of stuff that happens. Mm. I'm not saying that's what happened, but when you get pats on the back after a loss, this is what happened. That's true. And... I personally can't remember. I had, a, I had a buddy of mine who's a Florida State graduate tell me today he called out the 2011 Florida State loss to Oklahoma. He's like, he, that felt like a turning point. You know, and I believe he was there at the time. He's like, that felt like a turning point. Fast forward two years later, you guys won a national championship. Mm-hmm. He was getting reminiscent feelings of that with that Notre Dame game. Because I said to him, I'm like, man, I, I don't think I can think of a loss that was celebrated so much. No. He, was like, he was like, that Oklahoma 2011 game? Oklahoma's number one team in the country. Florida State at the time was number five. He was like, but the number five felt a little mm-hmm. premature. Yeah. It was a little shaky. He was like, but we we were in that game. And he's like, he felt like that was a turning point. And he, after watching the Notre Dame game two weeks ago, felt like that was a turning point. The point I made to you guys before the show, and we're going to have to move on, but it's very, very hard to replicate that level of focus, effort, and energy. Right. When you have everything lined up for you, right. You know, all those right. things I talked about night game, Sunday, primetime, Bobby. There's a lot of energy there. You come back the next week, the attendance ain't going to be the same. Yeah, it's a night kickoff, but people ain't really hyped like that. It's, it's, it's a stat game. That was a long game, too, man. But my bottom line is I'm defeated. 
I'm I'm so like this hurts, but I wasn't even mad because I saw it coming. That's the scary part. It was you dropped the wide open McKenzie McKenzie dropped two dimes out the gates. Both dropped. So I'm like, all right, I see how this game going. Flags on every other play. All right. Mm-hmm. If something's gonna happen. This game is too close, too late. Yeah. Jarvis Brownlee, he lost a family member. I think his head wasn't he in it. Played. He was the guy that got beat on the play. Uh, Ashi even mentioned uh, Sidney Williams. He didn't even try to make the tackle. He overruns the play. Mm-hmm. And there's the touchdown. But it it goes back to coaching. It was just a terrible call. Yeah. Terrible call. So that's that's my bottom line. And, and guys being focused on coaching. Like you said, Saban ripped guys apart all week leading up to the Mercer game, ripped guys up on the field. While we're getting pats on the back. Yeah, that that's a big difference. And honestly, I mean, Pumpy, you want to give a final thought on that before we move on? Because nope. I don't think there's very much difference down in Coral Gables. I think that, I mean, I, it's a good I, transition. I, yeah, I, I think Unk pretty much said it, everything right there. It's, I feel defeated. I'm not going to lie. I can't like, even, it's like, tough. I'm, not big on, I can't yeah. I'm not big on moral <laughs> victories fight at back. all. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I, I'm, I, I hear you. I've been there, but we haven't lost an FCS team. But we've lost. Miami has lost games to teams that they have no business. And Saturday, they very well could have lost to Appalachian State. Um, end up being a, a two point win on a field goal in the waning minutes. In the last two three minutes, a freshman kicker. Has to win the game when you're six year senior who's older than eight starting quarterbacks in the NFL can only muster up 25 points in a game. Um, Miami had no business being in that dogfight. Part of the problem, like what you guys are alluding to, or what even myself I just alluded to, coaching being the difference. Post game, Manny Diaz didn't say anything negative about the team. I didn't see him chew a single kid out. You were in a dogfight with Appetizer State. Like, don't get me wrong. Yes, they've won nine-plus games the last six seasons. I don't care. It's not I don't care. It's not the standard. Bro, chew somebody out. Like, the players, I saw two players chewing their teammates out. It's and how about enough. They, they were both transfers. Mm-hmm. Charleston Rambo, who comes from Oklahoma, mm-hmm. who knows about winning, and Tyreek Stevenson, who came from Georgia, who knows about winning regular season games. Mackenzie Milton. Mm-hmm. Who comes from... UCF, who, who knows, knows about winning. winning, is the only one who was upset. He's the only so to me that is a culture problem, and the culture starts with the coaches. Me to me, Manny Diaz is too player friendly. He's too cool with the kids. Yeah, you stick your neck out there for an Avante Williams. That's great. That you should you should go to bat for your kids if you believe in them. Right. But you got to be able to chew a kid out and tell him like, bro, you suck in a day. Like you got to be able to look a kid in the eye and like you are not doing your job. And you would hope they would take heed of that in a positive way. Like he's he's only doing this for my better, to to get me better. If you have the relationship with them that you believe that you do, mm-hmm. you can chew a kid out, and that kid will know. I know it's coming from the right place. Is it because those guys just don't have any enough stock yet? Like there's Norvell just not have enough stock. Many nah. years. Like we keep talking about Nick Saban. Nick State. Nick Saban got stock. No, but here's the thing though: when you talk about when new coaches come in, and they always talk about changing the culture. Like mm-hmm. every coach you hear comes in, they, they, every program, he's, gonna, he's changing the culture. Mike Norvell came in, no headphones, take the hoodies off, and the kids did it. And they fell in line, right? Mm-hmm. And they bought into it. So you come out week one, those guys are dialed in, they're ready to go. 
you have to be able to do that on a week by week basis. If you actually truly change the culture, you got rid of the hoodies, that's cool. Can you get a guy to go all out every week? Nick Saban said, and I quoted this a few weeks ago, the the opponent and the score never dictate how you never dictates how you play. Are you the same guy every week, regardless of the score, regardless of the opponent? And if not, then the coach has not set the right standard. And I went to bat for Manny Diaz, and I, I tweeted out, I'm, I can't defend him after that because you're not holding guys to a standard no more. You can come out against an Appalachian State, this 139 starts between your offensive line, and guys are – rushers were coming in untouched. Defensive linemen. That's a want to. Untouched. Like, how does it, like, no old line, like, a defensive lineman came in and not a single offensive lineman touched him. So, can I, can I ask you a question? Because this is, this is, to me, this is like a, uh, this almost similar thing, but maybe not, right? We came off of a certain high from being more competitive than we ever have, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe seeing a turning point and then having a complete letdown against Jacksonville State, where you guys come in. Got a little bit of juice. All right, fine. We're playing Alabama. Don't know where Alabama's going to be yet. But then you have that. But then what's the difference between our letdown and your letdown? I think more expectations, right? Yes. So I didn't expect to beat Bama. Right. But I talked about this when we did the Miami preview. Taking the next step. Last year, Miami beat everybody they were supposed to beat. And yes, we we won the game. But you still win is a win. But you still want to see some level of Dominance. Com- like like just being competitive against Bama. Be competitive. You want to so that's what taking the next step is, right? Mm-hmm. And I talked about it. I said you go from losing games to winning the games you're supposed to win to maybe stealing some of the ones you're not supposed to. Right. And I don't think we're any closer to stealing those games. You go out against Alabama, you don't look competitive at all. You look completely out of source. Again, Bama's Bama. Bama does this to everybody. They won the national championship by 30 points. I get it. You had eight months or whatever it was to prepare for this game. You didn't look anything together. Penalties, undisciplined. You got your best defensive player goes on a targeting call in the first half. Like, come on, dog. What are we talking about? And then, so fine, you lose that game, right? Bama does what they they do what they do to you. Fine. This is a veteran experienced team. Y'all can't get focused for an Appalachian State game at home. I was gonna ask you: Are you on the same in the same boat as me? Is just starting the younger guys because you know what those guys are gonna give me effort wise. Mm-hmm. They don't know any better. The older guys they've been a part of this losing cu- culture and they probably don't know how to turn it around. So uh, I was so I running back. I'm like, hey, Don Cheney's let's let's turn the page towards ACL. Towards ACL, he's gone. Like he's literally been hurt every year. Like, he's about to turn into those what-if stories, and it's sad. He's about to be a what-if story. Like, oh, man, what if Don Cheney never gets hurt? Uh, he's about to be the next Amon Richards, I hate to say it. Defensively, Gervin Hall is – he's a jag is what I call it. Just a guy. <laughs> he's just a guy. Bro Kitchen's in there, Cam. He's Bro, at this point, Why not? I, if I'm going to see a blown coverage, I'd rather see it from a true freshman you could, There's a teaching a veteran there, guy. and he would receive it better. And and I think naturally they're just better talent. I'm rarely one of those guys with the shiny new toy. I'm ready to see the next thing. Uh, I'm kind of there. James Williams didn't get very many snaps. He should. Why not? Right. Why not? Like, it ain't, I mean, the, and the defense played fine. Like the defense only gave up 14 points. We gave up. We gave up a kick return for a touchdown. The defense didn't play bad. The offense was atrocious and unacceptable. And if you're at that point 
with just going ahead and playing, you know, younger guys because they they might be more receptive. Are you still cool at this point with Manny Diaz being that voice? No, I'm like I said, I'm done defending Manny because because at some point, like right now, like like with Norvell, like like I feel like after that game, there's just no accountability, right? Like I'm, even his excuse for what he did was just like I didn't even watch it. That didn't interview. make the, it, it didn't make any sense. Right, like not even holding yourself accountable. So at that point, do I want him to get Travis Hunter and have Travis, even with all that talent, have that be the voice that he has to hear day in and day out? Yeah. Right now, my mind says no. I mean, I've accepted now that Manny's not the guy. He's not, and it stinks because I I know he loves that program and he loves Miami football. It's but not enough. He's yeah, it's not. He's he's not going to be the guy to take this team to the next step, and it stinks. And right now, at this point, it's just a, a clock, and it's just about how long. Because the problem is, if he wins nine, ten games, he's not going nowhere. Man, let let Ed Reed and Warren Sapp. No, <laughs> yeah, we're moving on on that one. Because I, I hate the Miami fans who are all who are constantly calling for Ed Reed. Hey, I was calling for Dion. I'm not, I'm, I'm not with I'm that. with Dion. I'm cool with Dion. Florida State. I'm not with that. All right. <laughs> I got to see it first. Coach somewhere else. For Dion at least is coaching somewhere He's else He's undefeated first. right now. Ed ain't coached a college team yet. What's your bottom line moving forward, Miami? Manny's on the clock. It's a matter of when, not if. Okay. And, and it stinks. And at the end, when we were kind of talking about this again with Manny, it just seemed like that's the I, – I hate that this keeps happening to, to these two programs where it's like, we don't have time to develop anything. You can't do that. And college football is so much better when these two programs are good. It is. But even with, with Jimbo, he was there for a minute before he took over, right? And now it's just like a it's like a carousel. Yeah. Right? It's just nothing but turnstiles when it's coming to coaches for these two programs, and it sucks. Jimbo, well, I hate you. <laughs> which I said this years ago. I said this, the only difference between Florida State and Miami slash Florida has been coaching consistency. Bobby stayed forever. And he kept a standard. Mm-hmm. Miami has been rotating and rotating. Florida has been rotating and rotating. And every now and then you hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hit on Urban Meyer. And then you go back into rotation. Yep. And now, unfortunately, you guys are in that same. Well, unfortunately for you, you're now in that rotation. And it just stinks. But we got to pay the bills. We got a gripe. Osher's waiting patiently. And we're going to finish up with some NFL. When you've been injured, you deserve help from an attorney that knows how to handle your injury claim. This is attorney Clinton Paris from the law office of Clinton Paris. For over a decade, I worked for insurance companies, and now I use that knowledge and experience to help people that have been injured. For a free consultation, call me, attorney Clinton Paris, at 813-413-7924. That's 813-413-7924 or at parislawoffice.com. At the law office of Clinton Paris, we take the pain out of being hurt. Offices, Riverview. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladypunch.com. Shake well, and please drink responsibly. Next one, man, it doesn't make a difference. Keep the competition coming, and I'll recite chapter in verse. The title of this recital is Ladies First. Hey y'all, it's your girl Asha for another week of Asha Gripes of the Week. Um, so I'm in the studio with the guys this week. Woo-woo! <laughs> and I just got a, you know, a couple of things to get off my chest. Um, so the first thing is I hope everybody who's talking trash by FSU, I hope y'all lost y'all fantasy league and y'all team <laughs> lost in the NFL. Um, because the Bucks won. Um, I won my fantasy league this week. 
Um, so yeah, that's I really hope that happened. But I did want to talk about. So my gripe for this week is in the NFL from watching the game. And Shane, I was watching um, the Bucks play. They have a call for taunting, and I'm like, when it when it when it got called, I'm like, what kind of call is this? Like, you can't talk junk now. Like what? <laughs> Like, why is this even a call? Like, is the, have the fights gone too far? Like, what? Like, have they taken it to the parking lot? And so the NFL was just like, you know what? No more taunting. And it's just kind of like it was. It was a weird. That's a weird call. And I saw it being saw it called this weekend as well. Um, during the sun, uh, Sunday night's game. Um, another call. This was a very popular call in the FSU game. Was the ineligible player upfield now? My issue with that is if like I I've I've griped about this before. If I'm on that field and I'm able to get CTE, I should be able to go to the field. I should be able to go wherever <laughs> I want to go. I should be able to walk a hundred yards out of the, up the field and come back and it should not be called. Like I'm not understanding these calls. Like they, they're they're pointless. Like why, you know, that's a pointless call. Like that's a waste of everybody's time. And then the last thing was the guy proposing at the end of the game. That was only my only bright spot of the whole game. Um, I was really upset at game. I'm a true cheerleader at heart, so I'm gonna see a game through through and through every single game. I'm a cheer. I'm a you know I'm a yell at the TV. I'm gonna see the game through every single week. But when you give up and just kind of let the guy blow past you, don't make the tackle, all that like. That's very frustrating as, as a fan. I'm not retracting my statement about us going 11 and 0. Argue with your bald head until, like I said before. So, um, besides that, that was my only bright spot. Like I, 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 it, it, I don't care <laughs> what the, the guys got to say. If that's as a just as a person, like you have to move on with life. Like I'm sure he already knows he's not going to the NFL, so he's like, I might as well spend the rest of my life with this person. But why in that moment though? Why? Why? We just lost to Jacksonville State. Get off the field. Go do it in the tunnel. I ain't trying to see that right now. I'm knocking the ring out your head, and I'm slapping you in your head. Mm -hmm. We fighting in the locker room. Mm -hmm. And this goes to show the you The cameras why, are on. Bro, and this goes to show, like, how trash. We always talk about how trash that Florida State O-line is. Sure enough, it's an O-lineman. <laughs> just loser like, mentality. No, they're scrubs, and he's a scrub, all right? His wife, I'm, I'm looking at her. <laughs> You know, she God. she all right. Wait, you Google, Google her? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Brady Scott, all right, at BM Scott 21, at him, please. All right, don't get nothing on that trash registry, right? Nothing from Walmart. We say he was registered at Walmart, too? I think Amazon, I don't remember the Who registered at Walmart? Trash people, all right? Cut him Just tomorrow. Loser, Hope man. he loses a scholarship, all right? Hope they tow him, all right? Anywhere he goes on campus, tow his car. All right. Hope that wet that that marriage lasts like a day. Right. My thing is, if I was doing it, you wouldn't be doing. it. You wouldn't be doing because you I ain't trash no, like that. I would have called an audible if I planned on doing it. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't have done it in that moment. You have to think about the bigger picture. I get it. You love her. Y'all, y'all still gonna love each other after that game. Like Pump said, do it at Applebee's. Come on, man. Okay, no. Listen. But you have to think about the university itself. How we already getting trolled. And now this just adds to the material for. We're gonna see this every year. At this point, forever. I mean, how, but they still, how much they does she? How much does she love video? you? How much does she love you? Right? You can say, "Hey, babe, I understand 
And but I'm gonna be with you for the rest of my life. She's like, no, nah, I want my ring now. Well, I don't we care. Always, right. we always get she told, trash too now. Like in the group chat, um, shout out to Tobias and Clint. They sent that video of the, of number 14 dancing in the bathroom to um to sexy um uh by future. He's not on the team. That that's just a TikToker. But people are gonna equate that to Florida State. I was just about to say they Brady see. Scott don't need to be on this team anymore either. Right. Trash. That boy garbage. Breeze, what you got to say, man? He's over there snickling. Come on, man. You got people in the background just celebrating. You didn't even let them clear the field. Bro, like, on, on, your, on your home field. <sighs> hey, look, at least she knows he's not going to quit on her when times get hard. Please. What? Really? What? I mean, at least she knows that. Right? No. She also knows he's a loser now, too. <laughs> I mean, she definitely knows that. Listen. I, it's almost like he, he forced her hand. She, had like, line, she probably beats him. He lined it up. Or, okay. Okay. I, be, I, bet you, I bet you she beats him. Okay. Well, this is another week of Asha Gripes of the Week. Um, I'll be back next week with another gripe. Um, like I said, I'm not retracting my statement about our um about our record. That's it. Like Y'all can argue with me. I've already been arguing with um, Frank well, Peterman. Well, you're already 0-2 so no now. So, so it don't, don't matter. You can't go 11 and 1. Don't matter. 0-2. Don't matter. I mean, matter. as long as we got players like this on our team, we probably going to win a game. <laughs> Good grief. Hey, wait. No, I did want to say I am with you on the Taunton room. I'm with, I am, too, I'm with that. First let of let all. Let us play, man. We grow them in. First of all, let's be honest. Most of these guys are black. Okay. That's that part of the game. Like talking trash is part of the game. Like some guys actually need that to get them going. Right. Like why are we taking taunting and trash talking out of the game? It's part it's, of the real world. Come on. They they also need to do away with the the ejection and the targeting penalty. St- stop doing that. Oh, in college football? Yeah. yeah. yeah the media stole yeah. the flag. Don't do the ejection. Like that's trash. There are two types of targeting. There's the unintentional where I was going low, offensive player ducks. Mm-hmm. He ducks his head, now our helmets hits. And, and the guys who are trying to make a vicious hit. The vicious hit, you can tell when they're trying to do it. Mm-hmm. Fine. If you want to get rid of that, kids ejected, fine. But if it was I ducked, he ducked, helmets touched, come on. 15-yard penalty, sure. But throwing a kid out of the game for that Trash. or – or having to miss the first half of the next game, super guard. Unless it's Brady Scott. He can be right. ejected every oh game. My, all right, Freaking let's move Brady on. Scott. Oh, my Lanta. And no, linemen can't go down the field. They're linemen for a reason. Well, Unless you're trash like Brady Scott. Like I just said, if I'm on that field, I should go 100 yards and turn back around if I want to. I'm on the field. I'm risking CT. It's nah. not the so, rules. Matter of fact, let me at Brady Scott right now. I never go on Twitter. I'm about to, I'm about to at him right now. Good grief. Where did you start? <laughs> All right, go get our child. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right, let's switch gears. Let's close it out with the NFL talk. Let's overreact. There were a lot of storylines that people came into week one with. Myself included. And those things did not happen. And of course, the first thing people start to do is overreact. Right? So I think one of the one of the I'm gonna call it the, the biggest one. Let's start with one of the biggest stories I've seen. Only because he used to be a buccaneer. Jameis Winston. 
Jay Boo. Jameis goes out against the Green Bay Packers. And, the re- and this is a, this is a two overreact game. Big hooped. He big hooped, right? Mm-hmm. Like box score, 14 for 20, five touchdowns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, everybody who's a Saints fan is like, we told y'all Bucks fans. Everybody who's a Jameis fan, we told y'all Bucks fans. It wouldn't. J- okay. The man balled. Absolutely. He, he threw for 148 yards. He, co- <laughs> he completed 14 passes with five touchdowns. Fourteen of twenty, right? Mm-hmm. Fourteen of twenty. While that is in a, a fantastic game, it's not sustainable. There's no way every third pass is going to be a touchdown. It's just not sure. realistic. I think that people took the wrong thing from that stat line. Jameis Winston took care of the ball. He took what was given to him. Okay, that's the biggest thing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, forget the five touchdowns. He had no turnovers except that. Well, he had one that got called back, which shouldn't have been called back. Doesn't count. He, so no turnovers. As you know, I watched the entire game. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a time he was just sitting in the pocket for like 10, 12 seconds, just looking downfield, and he just threw it out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Jameis would have forced that into coverage two mm-hmm. years ago. Okay, so you can't look at the numbers itself, but look at the maturation. And he's got the right coach that's gonna. Draw up plays. We all know he's probably the best play caller in football. Or uh, Andy Reid as well. But he's up Sean there. And, oh, he's, he's up, up there. there. He's up there. Sean he's going to he's gonna put Jameis in the right position. Mm-hmm. It's not no risk it, no biscuit. Mm-hmm. He's, he's probably the best O-line in the league. He's going to get protected. Doesn't have Don, Donovan Smith getting bullied on his backside. <laughs> Fair. So he's comfortable in the pocket, and he's going to be put in the right position. Not to win a game, but make the right plays. And that's what I looked at. I didn't look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. He had five touchdowns crazy, 148 yards. It's trash. He had like, like 90 yards before he threw a bomb in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So, and, the, and the deep ball is back in New Orleans now. Yeah. He took I'm, care of the ball, man. It's one game. But I'm not overreacting, to your point. I mean, he, did, he did throw a pick that was called back. Which was a bat. He threw in the triple coverage. Into me, into me, you can you can scheme up easy plays for for guys, and I think Sean Payton will be able to do that. Jameis Winston didn't come to Tampa and all of a sudden start throwing interceptions. Go back in his career; he's been this guy, so it's not like people created this narrative because oh, Tampa's old line was bad. Florida State's old line wasn't bad. Or well, that's Tampa, second year. That's, yeah, second, that's that's second, second year. year a lot of those seniors <laughs> left yeah. in twenty thirteen. He threw picks. Like, like now, was it as many picks as in his senior when season? No, Heisman. no, I don't think he threw that many picks when he won the Heisman. He wasn't five. He wasn't a five to zero ratio. But you have to look at his journey. When did he have like a consistent offensive coordinator throughout his NFL career? He was thrust into action. Head coach got fired the next year. That's all. That is fine. Some guys are who they are to an extent. Now, will he be? When now can he get better? Absolutely. He's very young. Right. He's got a whole lot of football left ahead of him. For, for you to say that, that you know, people, they are what they are. Jameis Winston has done something I think only four of the players have ever done as far as, like, put up yards and put up touchdowns. So Jameis Winston has always been a guy in this league that can throw for over 4,000 yards in a season. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he threw up 5,000 his last, his last With uh, year. With 30 touchdowns. With 30 touchdowns. But, again, mm-hmm. the biggest thing about him is not that he can't put the ball in the end zone. He doesn't take care of the ball. And I think mm-hmm. everybody highlights that one. They forget everything else, right. but that one, which is a big one. I mean, but you, it, you have to look at all fixed. of it. it you have fixed. to look at all so, of so it. So again, to me, to watch him sit back there in the pocket, take what he's given, but then when he's got it, 
oh, he can drop it in there all day. To me, the, the five touchdowns are nothing. He didn't have any turnovers. I, and all I'm saying is, it's a long season. I, that's what I was going to say. If he, and if he proves me wrong, then great. I dig it. But I, I, I watched a whole lot of Jameis football. And for inexplicable reasons, that man will force a ball somewhere. It ain't got no business. And one game ain't going to change my mind. Yes, he can throw 30 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He can throw five touchdowns in a game. Absolutely. He also have a random week seven where he throws five picks. What and I, we'll see. It's a long season. To close it out, what I, I'm worried about is he doesn't have any playmakers on the outside. You got Alvin Kamara in the backfield, but he was just throwing to random guys. People are going to scheme up against that and, and that's force the other him thing. to make plays. That's the other thing. You don't have Michael Thomas. You ain't got Slant Boy. And What's his name? Did, had one catch. What's his, Callaway, Callaway. Who everybody was raving about. Yeah. yeah. So it's a long season. Yeah. Again, that's why we're overreacting in this week one. So on the flip side of that coin, <laughs> Green Bay scored. Three points. Relax. People talk about Aaron Rodgers point shaving. They say he came back this season just to tank Green Bay <laughs> last year. People are all over Aaron Rodgers. I started him in two leagues. That man gave me one point three points in one of my leagues. R E. There it is. L A X. Relax. There it is. He's he's still arguably one of the actually the greatest quarterback of all time. That's a still a fair argument to me. Uh, sure. Sure. I think he's one of the greats. No, I, I'm, I'm saying all time. The, the greatest? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like Aaron Rodgers the GOAT? If you lay him out. Nah. If you lay him out for what nah. he does. I'm not, no, I, I get it. This is this, like this talent or like talent, he's the numbers, GOAT. everything. Lay him, lay him down against the GOATs. Compare him and he will stack up and arguably the greatest of all time. Tom Brady. I get it. Give me Brady. He's my growth. I'm just saying. If you put Aaron Rodgers with all those years with the Rodgers up there. Can I ask if you put Aaron Rodgers on those teams with the Patriots, do they still win six rings? I don't know. Nah, no. He had better receivers. He had Donald Driver. He had Greg Jennings. Randall Cobb. Jordy Nelson. Who's better than what Brady had most years. He had way better offense. Brady would have ate with those receivers. Man, (laughs) what? Man, what? I'm going to lay it out for you guys. I might put him against Montana, though. He's yes, up there. there, regardless. He's up there. But either way, Aaron, he's gonna be fine. Everybody's everybody's tripping out, the and scary, I'm I'm hot. The scary part I definitely was, started him and Devontae Adams together, and I'm like, boy, I'm about to do something. And then they pulled him. I was yeah. upset about that. I got Devontae Adams in my fantasy league. Don't pull. They 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 look terrible. I will say one thing: I've never seen Aaron Rodgers play like he didn't want to be there, and he did look like that for a minute. Like he was just doing throwing certain like like the picks that he threw. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers throw those kind of picks before. Yeah, there he was, threw Jameis Winston picks. <laughs> well, some of it, and, uh, I forget who it was. Somebody did a breakdown. They were like, some of it is just rust. Like, there was a there was a play in the red zone where it's like they were like nine times out of ten, him and Devontae Adams this is the easy touchdown. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams comes out of the break on a drag and he's by himself, and like Rodgers isn't even looking at him. Can we can we chalk some of, some of that up to the Saints defense because they dominated? They, they do have a good. They couldn't defense. block. I think defense solid. Their O-line can block. I think their defense won't be as good as it was last year, though. Because they lost some key pieces. I don't know. Fine. I don't know. Either way, Aaron Rodgers will be fine. They got to play Tampa. See what happens when they play Tampa. Okay, let's keep overreacting. The Mighty Bills. Now, a lot of people were very, very high on the Bills. Mm-hmm. And very, very down on the Steelers. Steelers get that W. Mm-hmm. 23-16. 
I'm in, overreacting. In Buff, was that in Buffalo? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, in Buffalo. In Buffalo, Bills Mafia. You overreacting? Go I, for I it. I am because I don't believe in Josh Allen. I'm not on that Ooh, hype train. Don't let the media hear you say that. I, I'm not on that train. Don't let them hear you say that. Josh Allen's the next, the next great. And I honestly think Stephon Diggs was a one hit wonder last year. He won't lead the league. Hey, I drafted him. Don't say that. No, seriously. What? I don't think he's top five. I'm not giving him top five now. Well, no, first of all, top that, five talents. That now. man was putting up numbers with Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball. No, I think not Stephon top five Diggs, numbers. I don't, last he, year I don't think he's top five, but I think Stephon Diggs is legit. He's, he's solid. He's solid, but he. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe in Josh Allen. He just tries to win every play. He's not that mm-hmm. typical drop back passer, and he's not your average scrambler. Mm-hmm. They don't still don't have a running game. Do y'all, no, do no, y'all know don't. the running back? <laughs> Singletary? Singletary, yeah, from last year. FAU, is, that, is his sure. first name Devin? Yeah, he went to FAU. I just but salute yeah. the hoop. Shout out to the Owls. <laughs> yeah, it starts with Josh Allen for me. I don't believe in him. I'm not. A, I'm not. I think Josh Allen is good. I'm not as high on him as everyone else. And he didn't look terrible. I mean, 30 for 51, 270 in a tutty. Well, I don't ever want to see somebody throw for 51, 51 times. I don't even want to see Mahomes throw 51 times. They don't have a run game. They have to. I get it. They're one dimensional. And they didn't, they didn't get it any better. They went and picked up Matt Breida. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even try. No, they didn't. They, that run, they did nothing to get that run game better. They went out and drafted my guy Greg Russo in the first round. Sure, your pass rush is better. Sure. When, but, you, when you look at that game, like how do you? Najee didn't do anything. You got old Ben back there. Can't even move around. I mean, was that was that Bills defense like that great last year? It was really solid. solid. They were arguing mm-hmm. that that linebacker is the best linebacker in the league. Which no, Tremaine. What's it was um, Edmonds. Oh, who am I? I don't th- no, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking about the wrong team. Okay. I mean, the, the game. I mean, the game was was a good game until the fourth quarter. Honestly, like, oh yeah. So eh, it's one game. Okay. okay. I'm not overreacting. I like Josh Allen. You're not overreacting. No, I'm not overreacting. Josh Allen's just fine. They'll still they'll still win the what's that AFC North, East AFC East. It's up in the air for me. They'll still win the AFC East. Ooh, it's up in the air. <laughs> I gotta go back and pull the clips and who we picked to win that division. I think I picked the Bills. Bills. That's why I'm overreacting. Oh, okay. You already like uh, making me look bad. Okay. Um. (laughs) Lamar's out. The marvelous. Yes, the Ravens are playing the. the Can we get that flag? Well, he was still. I know he's a scrambling quarterback. He was still in balance. Brady gets that call. Um. Tennessee Titans. Hold it. They went and got it. Uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Julio Jones. You got Julio on the outside. You got AJ yeah. Brown on the other side. King Henry in the back. Julio wasn't serving that scampy at all. Boys put up 13 points. They did. And then it's the cards. Shout out to what's his name? The the DN for the Chandler. cards. Chandler. Five sacks. Chandler. Listen. There's only one thing that will hold back this Titans offense. <laughs> it's only one thing. I've been saying it. it Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry. No, no, not not that game. Ryan Tannehill threw for 212 yards. He does. He always does this. The numbers <laughs> always look good, and he, Der- but he doesn't make and, winning plays. And Derrick Henry only – when your best player – we can all agree that on that team, your best player is Derrick Henry. All right, all right. Let me ask you this. Yes. If you're playing the Titans – Yes. Defensively, what is your number one focus? Stop Derrick Henry. And what did they do? You can focus on it all day, but Derrick Henry hasn't been stopped the past two, three years. Right. What? 
in the playoffs, they get he gets stopped. Yes, he does. He's been stopped. Every team is going to go out there and say we're going to load the box mm-hmm. and we're going to make Tanner Mid beat us. Mm-hmm. He put up thirteen points. I think I think we could all assume that Julio and uh, Brown won't have the game they had yesterday. That's why I'm not overreacting because mm-hmm. I think one on one those two guys are unguardable. Okay. So it's going to open things up for Derrick Henry. It's we, like what we're doing is week one. We're overreacting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's week one overreactions is why we're now doing Now it's up to Tanner Mid to get them the ball because they're going to be open moving forward. He's got the easiest job in the league. He's got the easiest job in the league. Guys he got a 2,000-yard rusher, Julio Jones, and A.J. Brown. That does it. Flip side. Kyler, Kyler Murray was out there playing with them dudes. Like, literally, like, I'm a grown, like, those are grown men with families. They got to go home and, like, discipline their children. Mm-hmm. Got to make the kids. <laughs> hey, did you watch behind your ears? Like, yeah, I saw what Kyler did to you. <laughs> like, how you going to go home and be the man in your house after that? This guy out here dancing around playing with y'all. Yeah. I'm, K1 was, he uh, was just out there doing whatever he wanted to do. He was in the playground. Four like, tutties. Yeah. I'm not Four of them things. Though. No. No, because he he came out like that last mm-hmm. year, and then it kind of died down towards the end. Okay, and he always puts up some good fan, uh, fantasy numbers. Yo, I'm Listen, definitely man. gonna grab him in fantasy, as you should. Listen, K one look good. That boy look good. I think I think uh, I think Tannehill figured out. You believe okay. in Tannehill? Though. I don't believe. I don't. I don't necessarily you believe defend, in him. Doesn't he always defend him, Tanner? Oh, absolutely, yeah. every time. Yeah, I don't think he's as trash as y'all make him out to be. That's all. Okay, he's, you're a Tanner Mid apologist. Wow, I just don't think he's as trash as y'all make him out to be. I but didn't say tr- we didn't say trash. Just, we said mid. He's not Those top tier. Things. He's not bottom tier. He's here somewhere in the middle. Y'all, y'all he's make average. It, no, y'all make it seem it's like fine. He might be in the middle, but he's at the bottom part of what, the middle. What does mid? Oh, now he's so you think we're saying lower a, middle class? You think we're saying like, he's on the cusp yes, of being yes, trash. Yes, lower middle class. All right, <laughs> it's actually perfect. Come on, he's lower middle class. He's so who's one quarterback that's lower middle class for real? Kirk Cousins, Andy Dalton. Kirk Cousins, is Andy Dalton. No, he's just trash. Oh, okay. He's not low. Andy Dalton trash. I won't give him trash. I'll give him lower middle class. So who's actually trash then? Because he's trash? the trash guy for me in golf. Who's trash? Hey, golf look good. Golf is trash. They trash. <laughs> hey, say yeah. what you want. They put up 33 points against a vaunted 49ers defense. Vaunted. Niners trash. supposed to have a top five defense. They that, put up 33. That boy garbage. Right. Hot garbage. Anyway, the numbers say. <laughs> Danny Dimes? Is he, is he garbage? Yeah, trash. Danny Dimes is trash. Stop Mitch Trib is trash. Mitch, he, he don't start, though. I'm talking about starters. Oh, starters? Uh, That's about it. Everybody's pretty much mid. I don't think two is mid lower. at this point. He's lower middle class, too. Tua? Yeah. Not trash yet. Decent. I yeah. think he's lower middle class. Uh, who else? Tyrod Taylor, Who's maybe? Tra- but he, nah, had like great, he had a great day, nah, though. I well, like, nah, you, I can't like get, you can't get Tyrod love and not get Jared Goff love, because they both had good games. Valid point. Did you already say Kirk Cousins? I think he's trash. Yo, oh, he's, Kurt, he's there. He's he's like he's the lower mid. Trash. Bottom of the barrel. Yeah. All right. All right. So, all right. Listen, man. It is what it is. Okay. okay. Um, I, Last one, which is a really, really good game. And I don't even know if it's overriding because I think we both expect, I think we all expect both of these teams to be pretty good to decent. Or actually, no, we expect both of these teams to be really, really good. Chiefs and Browns. Uh, Browns actually jumped up on them boys. I'm like, hey, whoa, look, look at these Browns, right? Going to halftime is 22 to 10. And then Kansas City, it's Kansas City in that second half. Mm-hmm. Outscoring them boys 23 7. 
in the second half. Like, is there any? I don't think there's anything to overreact to. It's like you just got to talk about this game. No, they're both really good teams. What about bacon that that uh, that turnover at the end of the game? Thoughts? It hurt. I, I, I think. Remember it. I think that it was a pick. It was a bad. pick. I know it was a pick, but how did it? It was develop? a bad. It was a bad pick. It sucks because he hasn't been a, around, but I'll still say it. Like I feel like that team still needs Jarvis and Odell. I think Odell has to be out there for that team to really get past the hump. Not to make plays, but just draw attention. Draw attention or make the plays that he can right. make. I, I think the, the tight end, he's the he's the number one receiver yesterday. David? Um, or the other one? Joku. Oh, sounds Miami like a, guy. Sounds tight like end you. Yeah, sounds like a Wakanda name. Chief? Chief? What do you call himself? Calls himself Chief. Chief something. Sure. Either way, he can't He can't be your, your number one receiver week in and week out. And Jarvis is First only getting 71. Not week in and week out. All right, fair enough. And he'll yeah. ha- he'll yeah. have a case of the drops every now and then. David, yeah, David, yeah, he loses focus. So, I think they need. I think they need Odell in there. The running game st- still looks good, though. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, they didn't run for a yeah. ton of yards, but they're very efficient. Yeah, Chubb's gonna get his, but I think they're just missing that one other weapon. That'll be solid. I don't know. I'm not overreacting. I don't know what it is. It always feels like the Browns are missing something. I don't know what is it, it is. Not down that, You know why? I don't think it's that because no, they didn't they didn't look that great last year with OBJ. You know why they didn't look great with them. You they're, know they're why the Browns. I gotta see it's, it, man. It's Cleveland. It, oh, it's, oh. I mean, he <laughs> can't keep getting away with this. It's true. I mean, do you you think Cleveland's cool? You know, you know that clip from um, Breaking Bad where the guy screams like, "He can't keep getting away with this." I've never seen that. You've never seen that I clip. Never seen it. Every time you pull out that reference, I feel like. You you can't keep Snuck pulling right this in. thing out. He, he Every did. Time. That's true, though. It's, it's so annoying. annoying. Sorry. All right. Anything else to overreact to? I think that's it. I think we hit it all. Bucks winning the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, it's Bucks not an overreaction. No, your Bucks look good. I I am currently still residing in the land of misfit quarterbacks again. Oh, you're back. You're in a two QB system. It's not a two QB system. It is. It's, it's not. It one is. Of them, no, one of them scored. That's a two QB system. It's a two system. QB it's, system. It's, Both it's, of them threw passes. It's not. Both of them got snaps. It's not a two QB system. They're, Matt Nagy is trying his hardest to not get fired. So let me do what everybody wants and play Justin Fields. Like If, if you're going to play him, play him. Either way, you're going to get fired. So until <laughs> then... Until then, is a two Q is a two QB system. It's it's, it's not. Like, in all honesty, that's literally what happened. Mm-mm. What do you mean? No, oh, I watched okay. it. In, no, in a, in a classic two QB system, that's like Chris Leak and somebody else. Tim Tebow, right? Where like no, Tim Tebow got good amount of snaps, that's, right? He was the running quarterback. Chris Leak was the passing guy. You're just putting Justin Field out there for five plays. That's not a two QB system. If anything, True. give give him some a, a possession. Would you start him now? Absolutely. So why wouldn't I was telling you y'all should start him? He almost made a one-handed nasty interception. That would have been crazy. Because I have because I have nothing to look forward to sports-wise. I really think Justin Fields could have an effect on on that offense. Yeah, that just deep. with his his running abilities, he could throw better than Andy Dalton, and it's a, oh, a lot more exciting to watch. It's it's much more exciting. I mean, they can't do anything if that defense is going to play that way. Eddie Jackson is all of a sudden garbage. Yeah, there's a lot of blown coverages. Khalil Mack doesn't he's hurt all the time. They gave Robert Quinn a whole bunch of money for some reason. They did. And the only bright thing is Roquan going from sideline to sideline, which is 
fun to watch. Isn't Robert Quinn like 40? I know he's garbage. <laughs> and like Eddie Jackson legit does not want to play football. Uh, like it's week right. one. We're not going down this road. It's week with you. one. Yeah. No, it's week one. Well, you guys get a tie. We're going to Super Bowl. Well, because the Bucks are really good. more excited. I don't want to be depressed. And we're really uh, good. Yeah, dude, you come in, you were, you've been like Debbie Downer all day. I kind of get it because he doesn't have an outlet. Florida State's trash, then you turn around Sunday. Turn on the Bears game. That's tough. I switched to the Mets and Yankees game. That ended up being a really good game. Yeah, and guess who I see out there? Anthony Rizzo and Javi Baez. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's tough. Everywhere you turn. I got nothing. Oh, man. You got Lakewood. Wait, yeah. You got Lakewood and the Hawks will be better this year. Bulls will be better, too. Hey, uh, yep. Bulls will be better. I think uh, training camp starts in like a month. Not on, it's not on the tube, man. There you go. I mean, Lakers going to win the championship. <laughs> I hope not. Way to kick him in the face. Yeah, and he threw a pick anyway. Is Derek Carr lower lower middle class? Oh, he's trash. He's trash? Straight up trash? Uh, yes. Right. Nah, give me lower middle class. Lower man. middle? Yeah. Okay. Your st- y'all standards are really high on quarterbacks. And they aren't all, like At this the NFL. point, it's like two trash quarterbacks. Yeah, in the, the NFL aren't all a bunch of trash quarterbacks. Yes, yeah, I mean it's not like Dan Orlovsky's out here that much. Hey, anymore. whoa, hey, we're cool with Dan. Dan, I've had a couple conversations with Dan on Twitter. No, his his analysis yeah. is great. His talent is trash. He ran out <laughs> the enough. back of the end zone. <laughs> he did. He did. Fair enough. All right, that was on the ground. All right, I think we're out of here, guys. That's cool. There it is. Boom. Run it. Well, never mind. I already asked you. You would start Justin Fields, right? Oh, yeah. I might as well. Oh, like I, I had would. another question like actually. Else. You had two. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Do you think he turns Jacksonville around, or is he going to be a bust? Uh, he won't be a bust. The team is just garbage. It's, that's what I'm saying. It could affect them. I did see something where you posted on the uh, the IG account how they gave him a B minus. Right for three picks. How you get a B minus for three picks? So Sunshine, yeah, so, may, so maybe our standards are not right. Maybe that's some... <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Clay Helton fired at USC after two weeks. Good one. Good one. Yeah. Is Urban Meyer all of a sudden going to need heart treatment in Los Angeles? Did you did, <laughs> You didn't look at the Instagram, right? No, I haven't I made looked a post. At it yet. You seen the the meme where you you go into the bushes and then come back out. That's <laughs> Urban Meyer. <laughs> if he goes out there, I'll be so disappointed. Will you? Yeah. Saban left the Dolphins. That's what I was going to say. Oh, no, no. pull a Nick Saban. Because if anything, if he comes back to college, just come come to Tallahassee. Nah. Listen, nah. Hop, anywhere but I don't like him. Hop on. I, I don't like him either. However, man, I, he win he win ball games. No matter though, where man. he goes, listen, it's a quick ride down I ten. No, it ain't that far. Mm-mm. Nah, he ain't doing that though. He's yeah, he, he's pretty much failed at the NFL. He, he you pulled Tebow. He didn't work out. Well, you cut him. You, you did the right thing. You signed him. <laughs> right. You cut him. So you did the right you thing. You paid him and, si- and cut him. He signed him to like the preseason. It, you signed him. So Not, you gave him a little payday. Come on, man. You shot him a little cheese. I mean. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if I see him at USC. Are you serious? Like, you really think, like, during the season he'd buck on the Jags and go to USC? It's USC. Yeah. That's you crazy. can recruit there. It's California. Mm-hmm. That's a great opportunity. That's another Ohio State. That's crazy. That would be wild. And I think he actually loves college football. He just can't go back because of what happened right now. And he's Hollywood. You know he's pure Hollywood. At that point, come to Miami. He, he doesn't look like a Miami We have guy. everything USC's got. Private listen, school. Listen to you right now. Private school. You're you tired of your coaches being all in the league. <laughs> <laughs> they all up in the training camps. Come to Miami. Yelling, yelling at the preseason losses. Come to Miami. Hey, man. Hey, listen, what, what does USC got that we don't? In all honesty, that, that's actually a perfect fit. 
That's not on campus. Coliseum ain't theirs, is it? Yeah. Is it Coliseum on campus? Oh, no. no that's the Raiders, too, right? It used to be. Oh, yeah. Raiders are in Vegas now. So, yeah. yeah the funny thing the is, thing. I think same thing. Urban Meyer actually might be the perfect fit for Miami. And we have better recruiting. Florida's Florida recruiting is better in California. And he will recruit well in Florida. And he will go back to It'd recruiting murderers and, you know, gangbangers. Let's do it. Fits right in with Miami. That's what I'm trying to. That's up. why I want him in Tallahassee. I Ooh, need them. I need criminals. Up, Roy. I'm going to give Mike a chance. <laughs> I'm going to give him a chance. You just said you quit on the season. All right, let's get out of here. I quit on the season, but I'm giving Mike a chance. Everybody deserves a chance yeah. to get their guys in. Willie ain't get a chance. I mean, we know. Willie got paid. Willie yeah. also came out and said he wasn't ready for games. Willie ain't get a chance. <laughs> Apparently, y'all weren't ready for Jacksonville State. Willie ain't get a chance. Oh, you going to sneak Willie that in? If Willie would have lost that game to an FCS, they would have got that black man up out of there. Black man. Keyword. Mm-hmm. They going to get that white man a keep chance. That, keep that same energy. Boom. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out, man. All right. I can't do that.